Today's episode of Geeks Crossing is brought to you by Amio. Everyone loves to travel, but not all travel booking platforms are reliable. Thankfully, there's Amio, which can make any trip you desire feel effortless. Just enter your travel details, and Amio will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and even ferry options to help you book your first real vacation for 2021. And best of all, you'll be saving time and money, which is a win-win. Right now, Amio wants to help you leave the house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. Just head to Amio.com and enter the code LISTENER5 at checkout. But act quickly because this offer is valid until July 31st. Emil, plan, book, and love the journey. Well, I guess this was inevitable. Back in Season 2, I did an episode recapping my favorite Ash Ketchum battles from the anime. As a late celebration for National Ash Ketchum Day, even though my list did sound controversial to some, I was proud of it. At the end, I mentioned the possibility of doing a contrast to that episode, which would be the worst Ash Ketchum battles. Wasn't sure if that episode would actually happen or not, but after some careful thinking, I figured, why not? Ash has been through many battles over the course of the anime, though some of them aren't worth mentioning. Except they have to be, otherwise there wouldn't be a point to this episode. <laughs> I'll be judging these battles based on dumb decisions and how poorly they reflected Ash's skill as a trainer. Of course, this is all just my opinion, but once you hear my choices, some of you might agree with me. Hopefully. With that said, what are some of Ash's worst battles, and will more than half of them be from the Black and White series like I claimed? I'm Eric from Geeks Crossing, and this is the Top 10 Worst Ash Ketchum Battles. Number 10. Ash vs. Tate and Liza. You guys know I'm a fan of the Advanced Generation series, yet there are some battles I can't defend, and this is one of them. It's Ash's 7th gym battle in Hoenn, and it's against Psychic Twins, Tate and Liza. Beforehand, Ash knew what Pokemon they were going to use. Solrock and Lunatone, obviously. So who does Ash decide to use? Pikachu and Swallow, of course. Wait, what? Okay, Pikachu I understand because he knows Iron Tail, but none of Swallow's flying or normal type moves will work against those two because they're part rock. It would have been smart for him to use Grovile and Corphish. Not only do they have the type advantage, but they act like rivals, so it'd be interesting to see how they team up. Despite that, Pikachu and Swellow did well at first, until Tate and Liza stopped arguing and started battling in sync. Ash does manage to win though, by having Pikachu use Thunder in the Sky, so he and Swellow could absorb the electricity and use it as armor. That makes no sense whatsoever, and it's the main reason why I dislike this battle. There were so many different ways they could have made Ash win, except they chose the cheap anime route. Granted, I used to think Thunder armor was cool as a kid, but now watching it as an adult, it's pretty fucking stupid. Still. I wouldn't mind watching this battle every now and then. It just won't give me the same satisfaction as before. Number 9. Ash vs. Skyla Alright, now we're heading to some well-known territory. It's Ash's 6th gym battle in Unova, and it's against flying-type expert Skyla. Unlike her game counterpart, Skyla was tired of actual battles, and instead likes to imagine battles in her head to get the results. Of course, Ash and Silent weren't going to take that shit. After Silent failed to beat Skyla, it was Ash's turn, and he decides to use Pikachu, Krokrok, and Shitty Tranquil. A fairly decent team, until we get to the battle itself. First off, Krokrok loses easily to Swoobab when you know he could've won. And this is Krokrok's first official battle under Ash's command. Talk about a shitty beginning. Pikachu easily beats on Pheasant, but then loses to Swanna. How? Swanna is 4 times weak to electric moves and still beats Pikachu? That makes no sense. So now Ash has to rely on Tranquil of all Pokemon. During the battle, she evolves into on Pheasant, which I'll admit, it seemed like the perfect battle for it to happen, but why didn't it evolve while fighting on Pheasant instead of Swanna? That makes a lot more sense, and the climax would have been a fight between a male and female on Pheasant. No, they couldn't do that. 
If these problems didn't occur, it would have been a decent battle. Trust me, we're only getting started with the shittiness of the Black and White series. Number 8. Ash vs. Hapu Grand Trial It's time for Ash's final Grand Trial, and it's against Hapu. Just like in the Sun and Moon games, Hapu was on the verge of becoming an island kahuna, and her first opponent was the player, so of course Ash was going to be her first opponent in the anime. Unlike her Grand Trial in the games, which was a 4v4, this battle was a 1v1, meaning Ash can only use one Pokemon. Ash knew Hapu is a Ground-type user, and he makes a genius play by using... Pikachu. The fuck? Like most people, I was annoyed with Ash using Pikachu when he knew damn well Ground-types were immune to electric moves. Of course, Ash chose Pikachu because he believes in him and shit. In reality, Ash uses Pikachu in his final gym battles. I know, trials and gym battles are different, but still counts in a way. As expected, Pikachu couldn't do a damn thing to Mudsdale, until Pikachu splashed water onto Mudsdale and used the Electric-type Z-move, Gigavolt Havoc. Really? This is how Ash wins his final trial? Using cheap anime bullshit like that? Then again, some fans like to see this as a throwback to how Ash beat Brock. You know, where Pikachu used the sprinklers to weaken Onyx so his Electric-type moves can work. However, Ash has moved on from shit like that. So I was definitely disappointed with this victory. If this were a 4v4 like in the games, it would have been better and give Ash an excuse to use all four of his Alolan Pokemon at the time. But no, cheap anime bullshit saves the day. Number 7, Ash vs. Iris, Club Battle Tournament. Fun fact, I don't like Iris. I think she's the worst female companion Ash has ever had, and if you've seen the Black and White series, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. But how could a battle between her and Ash be so horrible? Just listen. During the Club Battle Tournament, Ash and Iris find themselves facing each other in the finals. Iris sends out her Excadrill. Excadrill? Extra, uh, however the fuck you say it. And Ash, once again, makes a brilliant choice by using Pikachu. Literally, everyone criticized Ash for doing that, but he was like, I still believe in Pikachu. Dumbass. Just like our previous entry, Pikachu couldn't do a damn thing, except for spamming Iron Tail, which was the only move saving Pikachu for this fight. At this point, Ash should just take the L, but the battle kept going because they have to fill in the episode length somehow. Unlike Ash versus Hapu, there wasn't any water for Pikachu to splash around, and it does make the battle more straightforward. But it was so obvious that Pikachu was going to lose that make things unbearable to watch. I even cheered for Iris when she won. If I'm cheering for Iris of all characters, then you know this battle has problems. Thankfully, the rematch in Junior Club Tournament was much, much better. Number 6. Ash vs. Richie As much as I love the original series, their battles weren't exactly... good. At least in Kanto. As most of the battles in Kanto we either played for laps or interrupted because of Team Rocket. A prime example is this one. After winning all four of his preliminary matches, Ash finds out his fifth opponent was his new friend Richie. You'd think a battle between these two would be great considering how quickly they bonded. No, we were forced to sit through nearly 20 minutes of Team Rocket filler, and when we do get to the actual battle, it felt completely rushed. First off, Ash's Pokemon were all tired from fighting Team Rocket, so that gave Richie an unfair advantage. Squirtle was put to sleep by Butterfree Sleep Powder, which for some reason counts as a knockout. Again, those formalities are complete bullshit. Pikachu pretty much sent himself out to battle Butterfree, but then he lost to Charmander. Then we get the most unbearable part. With Ash having no choice, he sends out his disobedient Charizard. Granted, he did force Richie to call back Charmander, but when he sends out his Pikachu, Charizard straight up refused to fight, and Richie was declared the winner by default. Really? This is how he decided to make Ash lose his first league? I don't care how nostalgic it is, this was horrible. And it really shows how much of a noob Ash was back in Kanto. You know, if Ash used any of his other Pokemon like Muck or God forbid Tauros, things could have been different. But no, fans had settled for this. In hindsight, this was around the time before the anime took League seriously, 
Even so, it's frustrating to watch. Number 5, Ash vs. How, Alola League. Sun and Moon fans, please spare me. Even though I enjoyed the Alola League, it still had some rather disappointing battles, and this one is considered the worst battle from the league, so much so that I had to put in the top 5. Out of all the rivals Ash had in Alola, How was definitely the most underutilized, so I wasn't that excited for their eventual face-off in the league. How decides to use his newly evolved Decidueye, while Ash decides to go with derpy-ass Rowlet. Granted, he was warned numerous times that Rowlet is no match for Decidueye, but he goes along with it anyway because of course he does. I'll admit, it was smart for them to use their Z-moves right away, except I feel like the way Rowlet avoided Sinister Arrowhead was very cheap. But that's only the beginning. During the battle, it was clear that Decidueye outclassed Rowlet in almost every way. Then, after a clash between Brave Bird and Sky Attack, it looked like it was the end for Rowlet. But wait! He didn't faint, he was asleep. Ha ha ha! You couldn't just leave that joke alone, can you? I know, it does work for Sun and Moon's comedic style, but I watch these League arcs to see intense battles, not the same gag over and over again. Think about how the Indigo League was handled. It's even worse when you make Hala be the one to point out the error. Like, bro, you essentially ruin your grandson's chance of victory. Of course, Ash wins in the end, yet it feels better sweet, if anything. And poor Hal, man. He worked hard to get where he was, only to be called out by his grandfather, which is weird for me because I think he's one of the worst rivals in the games. If I'm feeling bad for Hal of all people, then you know this battle has problems. Some of you might think it's bullshit to have this battle above Ash vs. Richie. Well, think about it like this. Ash was a complete noob at the time, which is why Charizard refused to obey him. Here, he's definitely more skilled, yet he won based on pure luck. For those reasons, I have to put this battle in the top 5. Sorry, Sun and Moon fans. Number 4. Ash vs. Chili, Crescent, Silent. It's time for Ash's first gym battle in Unova, and it felt very underwhelming. For those who played Black and White, you know the first gym layer you face is entirely based on which starter you chose. But for Ash, he decides to face all three gym leaders at once, and if he beats two of them, he'll win his badge. In round one, he fights Chili, the fire type leader. It was a fire type duel between Tepic and Pantsir, where it looked like Pantsir had the upper hand, but Tepic pulls off a miracle victory. Despite it being decent for the most part, it was honestly the best battle of the three. Then we get to round two, where he fights Crest, the wire type leader. Unlike the last round, Ash decides to use his brain by sending out Pikachu against Pampor. Now you're thinking to yourself, okay, Pikachu is more than capable of being a stupid ass Pampor, right? No. Pikachu couldn't land a single hit and lost very easily. How the fuck did Pikachu lose to Pampor? I know it's because Pampor used Mudsport to weaken Pikachu's electric moves. That's honestly not a bad tactic. Yet, I can't accept the fact that it was done by a fucking Pampor! Pikachu should have won regardless, but no, he had to lose that badly. The final round was against Silent, the Grass-type leader. Once again, Ash decides to go the dumbass route by using Oshawott against Pansage, when he knows damn well he was setting himself up for defeat. But what do you know it, Oshawott just learned how to use Razor Shell, which somehow was able to beat Pansage even though it shouldn't, but okay. So when Ash is at type disadvantage and uses Pokemon with the least experience, he wins. But when he has the type advantage and uses his most experienced Pokemon, he loses? That alone solidifies how shitty the Black and White series is. Yet there are other battles that accentuate the shittiness even more. Number 3. Ash vs. Cameron. Great. Now I have to talk about one of the worst rivals Ash has ever had, that being Cameron. To quote what I said during my League episode, only thing you need to know about Cameron is that he forgets. A lot. That plus he's pretty fucking stupid. And I don't mean stupid in a funny way. He's a complete moron. He mistook a TV remote for his Pokédex. He thought you needed 7 gym badges to enter the league. Speaking of which, he thought the Unival League was being held in Ecritique City, which is in the Johto region. 
why would the Unova League be held in the Johto region? That makes no sense whatsoever. Okay, to put it simply, Cameron's a dumbass. But how does the battle itself play out? Ash and Cameron find themselves facing each other in the quarterfinals of the Unova League in a full 6 on 6 battle. Remember that, because it'll be important. In part 1, the episode was called Cameron's Secret Weapon, which just so happens to be Hydragon. So that means the whole episode would be about Ash trying to take out that pseudo-legend, right? No. Hydragon only defeats Boldor and Oshawa, then gets taken out by Pignite. And that all happens in the first half of the episode, which is false advertising when you think about it. The rest of the battle, we see Cameron pull off shitty moves like sending off for Rothorn against Pignite, a grass and steel type, which is four times weak to fire attacks. He does the same stupid shit when he sends out Swana against Pikachu, a water and flying type who's not two times, but four times weak to electric moves. Just when you think things couldn't get worse, we soon find out that Cameron's last Pokemon was Riolu, meaning that he only brought five Pokemon to a full battle. I know I briefly mentioned it before, but wait until you hear the rest. Unpheasant shamefully loses to Riolu, and while fighting Snivy, Riolu evolves into Lucario. Okay, just because your opponent suddenly evolved mid-battle, doesn't mean Ash is done for, right? No. Lucario ends up beating both Snivy and Pikachu, making Cameron the winner. What the fuck?! How does Ash go from losing to legendaries to this idiot who had less Pokemon than him? I can't believe they had the nerve to make Ash lose a leak like that. Definitely more embarrassing than his Indigo League defeat. There, I said it. And don't even get me started on the wasted potential that was Virgil. Overall, this was a really shitty battle, and it's easily the worst leak loss Ash has ever had. Number 2. Ash vs. Elisa. Oh god, time to talk about this one. It's Ash's fourth gym battle in Unova, and it's against Elisa, the electric type user. Elisa was shown to be a strong opponent, seeing how she swept Bianca's entire team with the race, except Strika. So this actually got me excited for Ash's battle, until we get to the battle itself. Where do I begin? Well, I can honestly say it started off good, because Ash decided to use Palpatine for this battle, which makes sense because he's part ground type. Palpatine does end up defeating Substrika, but then loses to her next Pokemon, Emolga. That's okay, because Ash must have a backup plan, right? Actually, no. His whole plan to beat Elisa's team was just using Palpatine. Yeah, I'm not fucking kidding. Come on, Ash, you're facing a gym leader, and gym leaders usually have Pokemon to counter against any type coverage. Why else would she use an electric and flying type like Emolga? Okay, Ash's plan failed, but luckily he has other Pokemon to help him out, right? No! It turns out Palpatine wasn't just his plan to win, but the only Pokemon he brought with him! So he rushes back to the Pokemon Center to grab another Mon. Wait, if a challenger leaves in the middle of a gym battle, doesn't that count as a forfeit? Well, I guess the writers say fuck that shit because Ash didn't receive any penalties. The Pokemon Ash brought back was Snivy, because he knows electric moves aren't very effective on grass types. Nice plan, except he forgot that Molga was also part flying type! And you literally just saw her use moves like Aerial Ace and Acrobatics, so yeah, you're pretty much axing to lose at this point. Thank god Pikachu got him back to his senses, which is where the battle finally starts to shaking up. Pikachu easily beats Molga, but then has trouble beating her last Pokemon, Tynemo. Seriously? Tynemo is so freaking small and only new tackle. Yet Pikachu was essentially getting bitch slap every second. I know Tynamo doesn't have hands, but you know what I mean. Of course, Ash and Pikachu pull off a miracle victory, yet I can't believe what I just witnessed. It's moments like those that only fuels my hatred towards this series. Yet there's one battle that I find worse. Number 1. Ash vs. Trip. First battle. The worst battle, in my opinion, was the first battle between Ash and Trip. I hate to sound generic, but to be fair, everyone hates this battle, so it's no wonder why it's number 1. However, I think there's more to it than the obvious reasons. 
This was Ash's first battle in Unova, and it was against Trip, his soon-to-be main rival in Unova. He's also known as Paul 2.0, but I'll go into more detail on that in a future episode maybe. In this battle, Pikachu loses to a Snivy that Trip literally just obtained. And it wasn't even close. And I know what you're thinking. But Eric, Pikachu couldn't use any Electric-type moves anyway because he got zapped by Zekrom. I know, I know. But Pikachu still had Quick Attack and Iron Tail, which should have been more than enough to defeat Snivy. The fact that Pikachu went from tying with the Latios, then losing to a fucking Snivy three episodes later, is absurd beyond words. Though I think this battle is more symbolic than people realize. Prior to this battle, we were all so hyped for the black and white anime, given how great the Diamond and Pearl series was. Until we get to the first episode and witness this atrocity. Little did we soon realize we'd be seeing more shitty moments for the next three years or so. I then realized something. This battle is what caused all this hate and aggravation. Every horrible moment was all thanks to this battle. I mean, why else would people continue to criticize this series? Maybe I'm just overthinking things again. Either way, because it was the setup for the worst series of Pokemon, it more than deserves the title as the worst Ash Ketchum battle. What do you know, more than half of the battles did come from the Black and White series. That goes to show I'm a man of my word. In all seriousness, I couldn't bring myself to play any battles from the Diamond Pearl series, or the X and Y series for that matter. Both of them feature many great battles from Ash. Even some controversial ones like the one with Tobias or Alant during the Kalos League ended up becoming some of my favorites. If you guys listened to my previous episodes, again, Journeys is still airing, so it wouldn't be fair to include any of its battles until it's finished. So far, none of Ash's battles from that series have been disappointing to me. Of course, that could change later down the line. Either way, these battles I mentioned are just so frustrating to watch that I'm getting a migraine just by thinking about them. If you're someone that plans on rewatching the entire Pokemon anime from start to finish, or at least until Sun and Moon, try to avoid watching these battles if you can, unless you're very curious. Thank you all for listening to yet another Geeks Crossing podcast. If there are any Ash Ketchum battles that left you enraged, you can share them in our Discord server. Continue to support us on all available platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. And follow our Instagram page, at Geeks Crossing if you haven't already. Thanks again for listening, and take care.